Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm really thrilled to be joined by Emily Braun. Emily and I got to know each other earlier this year when she reached out to invite me to visit a networking group that she belongs to. She told me she'd discovered my podcast and she wanted to find out how we could help each other and more importantly, how we could combine our efforts to help the community of people that we're looking, who are looking for real information about retirement options. Emily created International Lifestyle Consulting to help others find ways to work, live and retire overseas to enjoy life to the fullest without compromising health, <clears throat> excuse me, and overall well-being. She believes that by helping her clients find the location that best meets their needs in terms of client, in terms of climate, infrastructure, cultural life, and community, she'd ultimately be helping them achieve an active, enjoyable lifestyle that they want and deserve. Emily, thanks for joining me today. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Uh, to speak with your followers and actually to, to be with you, to speak and share uh, my information. And I believe it might help uh, people to, to make a correct decision or bring some awareness or information about what to do next. I think you're right. I think this is a wonderful thing that you're doing. And let's start off with a little bit about your story. How did you decide or why did you decide decide to start your international lifestyle consulting? Um, I can tell that uh, I myself, uh, first of all, uh, belong to baby boomer generation, kind of the, the, the lowest um, year, but I really understand, feel uh, the uh, what kind of issues uh, baby boomers older than me and actually people um, in uh, 50s now uh, uh, facing now maybe would be facing soon. Uh, and having my uh, personal experience of several immigration as I lived in several countries before I came to Canada and living in Canada already 25 years, and having my personal experience as traveler and owner of the a small travel uh, company before I uh, opened International Lifestyle Consulting, I decided that it's the best form uh, how I can help people. Actually, mm, taking uh, together my personal experience, professional experience, my traveler experience, and looking around on what's going on to the world, uh, be in position uh, to help people in very uh, important stage of our life, I would say, uh, as many of us uh, thinking how we 
would retire or what would be with our life beyond retirement, as you named your uh, podcast. Because uh, from my point of view, actually retirement should not be um, kind of end of the life, vice versa. It's a new chapter when we uh, like finally probably have time to do what we want to do, to have a freedom of choice and freedom of life, uh, hopefully uh, financial freedom uh, to do whatever we uh, were not allowed uh, to do before. I mean, not allowed uh, because of work, family obligation, children, uh, and all other commitment we've had over our life. So now it's time for us to be healthy, to be um, active, and to enjoy our life in the fullest. And I'm about to to help from my side uh, to advise where the places where we really can find, um, hopefully, the best for us place to enjoy the life after retirement. That's wonderful. I think I think what you're doing is a great service. And as you know, the themes I've selected this season for the podcast are planning, freedom, confidence, generosity. And I think your your work fits very well into all of these topics. And I think that people, even before they retire, perhaps, need to start looking at places to retire, looking at the things they're going to do in the future. And I'd like you to talk a little bit about what you do, what your, what your process is if someone comes to you, how you help them, and just kind of take us through what someone can expect from you. Uh, very good question. And actually to uh, explain people what expectation might be when working with me, um, I created a special tab on my website which is emilybron.com. I'm trying to be kind of uh, easy for people to remember my first name uh, and last name, emilybron.together.com. And first of all, on the website, people can find information about countries I'm working with. And when I'm um, telling countries I'm working with, um, I would like to um, underline that I have information about more countries that you can find on my website. But in these particular countries, I have connections, local connections, or it's uh, retirement communities, or it's, um, or, and, uh, it's uh, uh, immigration lawyers, um, developers, and, and expats who really might uh, and would help uh, you know, prospective um, um, retirees to adjust, to accommodate uh, to the country. Because the process, how I uh, know it from my experience and how I understand what's going now, uh, started with information. And uh, internet today provides a lot of information. It's good and it, it's, you know, and catch in, uh, in all of this, how to find what is good for me. For my particular situation, I speak about customers now, uh, uh, about, uh, because every country 
is different, different immigration uh, rules, different budget you can survive on, different climate, different expectation. So it's a lot of information to digest. And many people even don't know where to start from. What is good for me? I know that people are reading for years international living. Actually, I was reader of this um, magazine, online magazine as well, but like this country, another country, and all looks like so attractive. And uh, at the end of the day, like, would I be happy? How, how I can find a good place for me? Because my understanding is that it's not only place, we need to find community. And it's very important for us uh, specifically if we are moving to new country, even we, we live in half uh, a year, you know, some Canadians uh, prefer to spend winter, say six months um, to spend in other country. Even in this case, we need to go through some process. We need to have information. Uh, I am about to help people not to make mistakes uh, because, you know, there is a, a regulation and probably will be even more regulation regarding, I'm not speaking about COVID now. Uh, COVID gives like additional, um, I would say, challenges in this uh, uh, direction. I'm speaking uh, about how to do correctly, it's legally. So it would be correct from financial perspective, from taxation perspective. But first of all, you need to start uh, to understand what is the better places would be for you in your particular situation, in your budget, and we are all uh, different. Uh, so speaking about me, uh, all actually started with my own search because I realized after even many years of living in Canada and having actually good uh, professional work, I realized that I would not be able to retire on a pension I would get you know, when time will come and I'm still working. Uh, so I thought, okay, what kind of options do I have? Um, I didn't want to go, you know, to some countryside, North uh, uh, Ontario, for example, or Quebec. It's too cold for me. I was looking for some sunny destination. It's how I started my own search years ago. So uh, I had information at the beginning about Costa Rica, uh, about Panama, about Mexico. It's a place that, you know, most of Canadians know and probably visited over the lifetime being in resorts. But I fully understand that being tourist and spend some time in resort, it's actually nothing to do with real life when you uh, decided to relocate and you're not aware about uh, what steps should be first. So I realized that for myself, and since I started to, and I'm collecting my knowledge kind of daily, and I started to connect with people in different countries, I was going to international conferences, and I'm still participating and very interested in research in this direction. Um, I decided that I can share the information, which is changing now, uh, with other people who might be in the same situation, but they don't have experience like my experience and don't have the knowledge uh, I have. And please remember, I'm not working kind of for some particular developer. When I'm speaking about country, like my process is different. I'm not international living. I, I appreciate information they're giving. They're working with some particular uh, developers who are selling this or other properties. Yes, 
I understand that to have accommodation or to have correct investment in advance when you're not yet retired, it's very important and correct step. And I would speak about it with, with people when time will come. And some people, by the way, interested at this point of life to invest. And it might be good as well. I mean, to have vacation home where you can spend, you know, winter or maybe months or invest in some countries because price of real estate is raising, not only in Canada, in different places, but comparing with Canada, like it's really hard to compare because again, for fraction of the price, now when we're speaking about this side, you can have really good property and in good community, in different countries. So I'm trying to, uh, you know, from practical side, uh, to give information about what kind of opportunities people might have and maybe to consider now, because in some countries, depending on situation, this kind of properties will give, it's a first step to get residency, which is very important when people decided to move to different country. So, that's why I'm maybe uh, provided a lot of information uh, about way I, uh, I'm working with in different countries, but speaking how people are working with me. Uh, you can uh, find um, more detailed information on, on my website. I offer and uh, really advice to have first consultation with me and it's discovery call. And when people actually booking um, consultation, uh, they immediately receive a questionnaire, you know, know yourself questionnaire. It's like how financial advisors or maybe some other advisors do I very seriously, you know, um, accept this uh, important uh, step of, of the process. And it helped people itself to filter out their option to start thinking about it because some people even uh you know don't consider many questions because you don't know what you don't know so i get these answers before even person get to uh first consultation and i clarify you know some maybe points of uh interest because again depending on the health level budget uh and personal situation, and by the way, what is important, knowledge of language, uh, local language in a country uh, person is interested to relocate, uh, I might uh, give different advice. So we're starting from this point, and uh, I'm explaining based on the knowledge I have what might be the best situation person might accept it uh, or might have some time to think about it. I'm providing information. I understand it might be not kind of uh, immediate process. So we're starting a process of kind of zeroing down what might be best option. And after then, I'm offering for some people, and I believe it would be very beneficial, really step-by-step -step plan how to prepare yourself, you know, from logistic point of view, uh, uh, start, how to start the process, how to go, um, and by the way, I'm connecting with different professionals uh, along the road because I know kind of generally um, about immigration rules, about taxation, but I'm not tax advisor. I'm not financial advisor. 
so when it, it coming to the point, I'm connecting with the people who would really uh, give professional advice based on information uh, required for this maybe particular country. That's why I'm constantly, I have already connection, but because I'm working with different countries, uh, I'm trying to be aware of changes uh, happening in different countries. I'm, I'm speaking now from immigration point of view and some other point of view, because all this information uh, might help uh, people to, to make this, not only decision, but to consider their steps, you know, uh, on the direction of actual relocation. So you have people in their first, um, before their discovery call, they, they do a questionnaire and, and I, suppose, I assume that they answer questions about um, their likes and dislikes, their activities, their health, all those sorts of things um, to get an idea of what they might be interested in, where they might want to go, what would fit for them. How do you um, take that? How do you decide what country might be good? Do you wait for them to say, hey, I'd like to go to Costa Rica, for example, or I've always wanted to go to Ecuador? Or do you suggest based on your health and your finances and your activities, this would be a good spot for you. How, what do you do? No, first of all, I'm really asking person if he has already some idea in mind, because I understand some people already went uh, through the process. And uh, I'm asking, like, what were your consideration? Like, why you decided this country? It might be already kind of, uh, you know, very valid reasons. But I can tell you uh, what I would have, uh, um, I need to add, and thank you for um, asking me this question. In my questionnaire, I'm asking not only about activities uh, and person would like to be engaged. Uh, I'm asking um, about, you know, family situation. If uh, you have somebody, um, some business or grandchildren and children at home that you need to be close, you know, um, if you have some, if you have some property at home, because it might be game changer, how, how you see yourself, what is your climate preferences? Because, for example, I know myself that I'm not good with humidity. And it's very important factor for people, you know, especially kind of uh, later in life uh, to have climate, which is really mm, good for their particular uh, situation. So for people, you know, with uh, certain condition, uh, there is certain requirements. And if person is, I would say, kind of absolutely healthy or mostly healthy, he has more choices Mm, let's say of uh, of places. If people have some condition, I don't say it's impossible, but I'm really looking for places where hospital is closed. It's what I'm considering. So if you have problem, please be aware that you know you don't need to be far away from the hospital, or you need to be far uh, really close to airport. Uh, like many, you know, this kind of logistic that uh, that might be game changer. And again, there are some questions uh, considering a language or preferences. Do you want to live in expat community? And I understand that for many people, specifically in the beginning, it might be very important um, because even people already learning Spanish, 
let's face reality. I was immigrant several times and I know how long it took me, you know, when I come to the new country, really feel that uh, I'm comfortable, you know, speaking on the different topics and we need uh, now it's not only kind of our immediate community, we need to speak with, uh, you know, uh, government uh, representatives in, in different countries. We need to interact with like businesses representatives, like uh, we need to pay our bills. So there is many consideration which I'm taking in account because um, I, I've, during my life, being in different age, I was moving from country to country and priorities, our priorities changing over the life, what is important for, for us. And I understand what is important for people mostly, I believe, uh, in 50s and 60s, what kind of consideration uh, should be taken in account when we select uh, next place of living because we're coming to, to have active, uh, healthy life, yes? So we need to be sure that infrastructure, when I speak about infrastructure, I mean not only uh, road condition, which is very important, by the way. I, I, I'm taking consideration closest airport, how you get, oh, at least I, I, I'm providing information, I'm asking, like, you need to consider this, this, and this. You need to consider that, for example, if you selected to live in Yucatan, uh, Mexico, and I feel that like Mexico is a country I know uh, maybe more than other countries because first of all, I'm myself planning to relocate to Mexico. I'm traveling to Mexico and I'm just back from Mexico. I spent uh, months in Mexico now and actually my main research in Mexico before was when I was dealing with medical tourism and now I'm back to the topic retirement communities in Mexico. It's what I'm looking for. Uh, I mean, more information about it. Uh, and I can tell you and your followers that I was even mm, in, in my latest tour in, um, I would say, communication with several Mexican uh, developers about building of new communities for Americans and Canadians who are looking for this option. So it's it's still uh, early to speak, but I'm, I just would like to share with people because I know that people are looking for, for such communities and um, they're building already in Mexico. And I know kind of in different places, what kind of communities. And I was coming actually with a doctor, with our Canadian doctor, because there is interest from certain investors and to build actually places uh, which would be good now for people, you know, in active stage and later uh, for Canadians um, who unfortunately, you know, we all understand it's part of our life would require medical care. So we're speaking about assisted living communities with staff speaking in English and uh, on a best standard, better than in Canada, because we would like to accommodate best world standards of living and care, medical care for people who require this care and who cannot find affordable solution in Canada. Well, it sounds fabulous. Yeah, well, it's only... 
uh, early stage and we kind of in communication like my Mexican uh, partner actually, but they see that there is an interest from uh, Canada. And I found already, you know, another lady who represent uh, retirees from California. And I believe it would be several investors when it would happen to actually build the community. Like there is already land, there is already plan, but, you know, they need to work on um, very important details, on kind of business model and what it costs uh, to, to, to people. Because at the end of the day, we say it should be affordable for Canadians. And I always say, look, what is good for Californians with all respect might be not good for us. Because, you know, we have different uh, cost of living. Californians now looking for options I mean, uh, people in retirement age, and I'm. It, it, that's why I know about it because I'm in connection with this lady who is building, helping to build communities for Americans, for Californians. Now we decided actually to to unite our efforts. Why not? Uh, because um, you know we we all understand that we need to to help each other, and uh, she already lives in. Uh, uh, Mexico and probably if you know when it will start it, uh, I would relocate as well. But now I'm still in Toronto. So when you're out looking, you're researching in various countries, do you find that the people that you're encountering, that you're potentially working with to develop the retirement communities, the assisted living communities, are they favorable? Are they um, excited about this opportunity or are they hesitant to uh, partner with you? How, how is the reception? So first of all, I'm looking and selecting the people, uh, companies who are already working on this market for years. It's I kind of knew. They're already working. For example, my main partner in Central America, it's Americans and Canadians who are living already 25 years and they started to build this retirement communities from Nicaragua. They built already in Belize, they're building now in Panama, they expanding, you know, kind of to, to different countries and they will build new community in uh, Mexico. And by the way, why I kind of uh, attached to them because we have similar vision and we're working for the same people, kind of for the same people like middle class, baby boomers. They started to work now for digital nomads as well, but I like the concept. They have already land that they developed in different countries. They do all kind of, you know, and they uh, actually developing eco-living communities because they have this opportunity. They building really, you know, you know, the small homes and homes of different size, they have variety, what I like, you know, small homes, bigger homes for younger generation, for older. So it's really sense of community. Uh, it's what uh, kind of they you know, trying to, to, to satisfy, uh, starting and uh, living. So it can be good like for you and it can be good for your uh, children and for your grandchildren when they, for example, will decide to visit you probably for months or two. So they accommodate really different generations. So they build based on kind of generational priorities. So actually it's resort. It's resort. 
and uh, people and I, I i know they growing you know over the last years the covid like so big interest a lot of people buying that's why they're extending now because more and more people from north america and from europe coming and investing actually building the retirement or vacation home you can name it actually be part of their community it's kind of one example example of mexico like i i'm connected mexico it's a huge country yes so in different regions i have connection with different um, developers and again i selected like i um, based on our kind of um, mutual sympathy, I would say, and understanding and mutual goals, because there are many different developers when we're speaking about community. And in Mexico, there are already community, depending on the place, yes? There's already developed expat community, kind of you don't need to, to, to create something specific. If people would like to live as a kind of community housing, it's a different story. Uh, speaking about Europe, Again, I'm working with people who are already on the market for years. They building community, like in Portugal, it's a little bit different. In Spain, it's different. But it's they building in places, or not only building, they can help with um, rental, which is very important. I don't say uh, kind of buy immediately property. No, go see, like, because with all the best advices, you might feel... Uh, that you need time to accommodate, to feel, you know, how good you um, feel yourself in, in this or other place. And speaking, for example, about Algarve in Portugal, it's a big region. And some people, they start to live in one place, and after then they might find, you know, uh, like next small city. So take this time, I mean, to accommodate. But I know that there are, by the way, issue kind of in Portugal uh, to find good uh, rental uh, option. Okay. So there is the people who would help you. They would help you with some um, um, immigration process when, when it's required, because it's a different story. I mean, for us Canadians and Americans, and I'm working for Americans and Canadians, uh, you know, if it's Latin America, we have one condition. Uh, for Europe, I'm not speaking about COVID now, but we need to go through immigration process. So it's a different story, but again, I bring all this information for people to consider because when they say, okay, we'll go to live on, uh, um, say, for, we'll, we like Portugal. It's nice, but you, you need to be aware that you need to have such a budget. You need to have this, this, and this. Are you ready for this? Okay, it's a different story. You know, it's how, how I feel I might clarify people their option. Oh, that's fabulous. I think... The way that you the way that you've explained it, um, I think that people are probably going to have all of their little ducks in a row when they're finished talking to you. They're going to know what their options are. They're going to be able to examine the places that they might want to live, go and try them out, see what see what suits them, see what doesn't suit them. As you say, maybe rent for a little while, maybe visit for a while. And I think that. The, the service that you offer is something that more and more people are going to be taking advantage of in the future because it's getting harder and harder to find places to go on your own and to have that, that research done for you and to have those options laid out is something that I think anyone would jump at. 
Thank you. Uh, uh, what I would say is that uh, I have uh, with some companies even agreement uh, kind of to the small tour. I know how hard now really to plan any travel with all these closures. But, you know, there is like I have agreement, say, like I can uh, find where people would live in Belize actually for them to spend time and to look to select because there are several maybe um, options for them to to consider and get information uh, firsthand but uh, from other side i understand it's not so easy travel now uh, before i was actually uh, i started my business with creating discovery lifestyle tour which is still on my website but like I'm not offering now tours, I put them on a shelf because it's, it's really hard to plan something. And people, I understand the desire to get information firsthand being on a country uh, soil, but from other side with all limitation we have, like uh, it's better to get some information. Uh, it's what I'm doing via my research. Um, that's why actually I went to Mexico to see with my eyes and to get my information because, by the way, I don't send people to the places I didn't see myself or I'm not sure about, you know, what's going on. I do my research before uh, I feel comfortable that it would be really a good place for, for to consider. Again, different people have different Mm, retirement plans or maybe investment plans. So I am really following the news uh, about, you know, digital uh, nomads movement and they have um, their community. But what I noticed, by the, by the way, is that many places um, that I'm working with, they checking boxes for retirees as well as for digital nomads. That's why okay. I can, you can see, uh, like I, I'm speaking about retirement and digital nomad and remote workers, because uh, what is important for both group, for all of us, you know, good connection option, good Wi-Fi, internet, because we would like to be connected with our families, and many of us considering uh, actually to have some work. Even when we retire, we, we can consult, we maybe we need to work, you know, to satisfy our, you know, lifestyle uh, desires and, uh, and, and demands. So that's why it's important to be in a place where we can have all these amenities. For other people, maybe, you know, there is different concern. There are some people who say, like, I would like uh, an inhabited island. I say, okay, it's what you like, but please remember, like, Check yourself how long you can you can survive without community. And there are some people who think that they can survive. Okay. <laughs> there is an option, by the way, now, you know, there are islands, and I'm speaking now about islands in Belize and other islands, which are really developed to the level that uh, you, you feel that you are in community if you wish. And you can go out and have your, you know, space, as people say, space and place uh, without community. So there is an option. Wow. That's right. I was thinking about uh, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> you go and watch. I don't know if you've watched that TV show. I'm dating myself. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shows. And yes. I, I'm not following all of them. What I'm trying lately even for me to follow, you know, all news in the countries, as I say, countries of my interest, there are so many changes, and I believe would be uh, like political, economical, 
we can see it from our own country. So I, nobody knows what will be in the future, but mm -hmm. life became more expensive. Uh, healthcare became, I would say, less reachable. Yeah. <laughs> How to say it politically correct? And uh, we need to consider it in, in uh, I understand that there are some processes, um, political, economical, and whatever happening in other countries. But what I can see and already say with assurance, people already started to move from country to country, from continent to continent, because in my kind of analysis, understanding, uh, we as kind of world society and specifically on our continent, we now on the verge of the new era. Yeah. New era, it might be new political, whatever economical structure. And we know already during the COVID that, you know, some people lost their businesses. Like I'm speaking now about uh, small and middle size uh, businesses, mom and pop shops. And uh, some people might lose their retirement. And even people not considering now, but we kind of looking uh, to the future with some worry, kind of understandable already what will be and how we will be able to, to survive. And I'm speaking now not only about survival, how to make, you know, best of this chapter of life. That's so, exactly. Yes, I'm, I, I'm aware of what's going on and I'm uh, trying to, to, to consider the factors and again, it might be not enough one, two, three uh, consultation with me to find, you know, all the information because it's really research. And by the way, what I'm offering, I'm offering research based on kind of family particular situation. If you need to compare one country with another country and I have material, I have resources, I'm providing like articles, webinars, if it's needed. I'm collecting all this and it's information because it's not only me kind of, there's official uh, sources. But again, I spend time collecting my sources of information and uh, that's why I'm giving kind of already results, fruit of my search to others. Well, that's great, Emily. I think you've got, like I said, a service that is desperately needed especially in this day and age when people are moving everywhere. They're all, everyone's trying to find the best place, the best lifestyle they can have. And it's not necessarily going to be in their home country anymore. I think, I think um, having the option to move around the way we do in this day and age is very important. And now COVID aside, I think it's not going to decrease. It's just going to increase. I think it's going to increase. And again, I'm about community. And I can tell as immigrant myself how important to be part of your language, culture, community, at least at the beginning of your life. Or maybe for some of, like, I'm part of three communities here. It just happened. And I really you know, value the experience and people. And I understand difference between uh, uh, different communities. I belong 
here in Toronto, I mean. And I'm fully aware of how important would be for Canadians and Americans who actually never had experience living in different country, you know, to relocate and feel comfortable. And again, I'm for community. And if I can help uh, or navigate, you know, people to be part of existing communities, I think it's already good uh, benefit because we need help. Whenever we, you know, anyway, we will need help with language. We will need help with local uh, specifics because obviously I cannot know what's happening in this city and this city. And what I found being part of um, Facebook groups uh, in different cities, people are really um, helping with advice, local advice, you know, when speaking about what school is best. So I myself, when I have interest, I'm going and I'm reading, you know, what people say here and there about this particular question. And it's all time, but I, I see that people are sharing information. By the way, I very like and appreciate Mexicans who like English speaking. I'm not speaking Spanish. I just started to, to learn. Uh, really people helping, giving advices, uh, Happy to happy to help. Actually, Mexicans are very open heart and you know very good people in, in regards to help and generally. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Emily. We've uh, we've just kind of touched the surface of the things that you can do and the services that you offer. I know that people can reach you on your site, um, and they can also reach you via LinkedIn and Facebook if they want to. I'll have all those links in the show notes to make sure that they can find you. Is there anything you'd like to say just in closing about your business or to anyone in general? Uh, what I would like to say, yes, uh, I'm very active in LinkedIn, looking for more connection and actually people, it's a little bit different language I'm using over there. I am active on Facebook. Mm, and um, what I can tell, we are living not in a, um, easy times. I don't want to sound as cliche, but we need to be really courageous uh, and don't afraid to make a, a, um, a steps because there are people who would, who would help you along the road just important to find uh, the people and I'm about to help kind of in the first stage with information and maybe, you know, later on and maybe we will be living in the same community and, and it's what I'm about. It's what I'm telling actually people in our Russian community here. Okay, let's, let's unite. Let's have community. You feel comfortable with each other. So what is a community? Three, five, uh, three, four families will decide and move. And, uh, and in the five, 10 years, you know, all, all your friends and relatives, not all who are interested, will visit you and might join you. So you will have pleasure uh, living between your you know, kind of friends and family member. Don't afraid to make this first step. I'm going already. I'm investigating. Obviously, I cannot be in each and every place. In other countries, I rely, I've been, but I rely on local Americans and Canadians. Yes, it's, it's the people who I'm connecting. Um, uh, or like Portuguese, I, I know these people, very professional, uh, which I really ca can recommend. And like this kind of um, 
they, they, they will help you uh, along the road. But people need to be aware that there are options. Just don't afraid, investigate, go and make your life better that it can don't rely on government or some organization i'm open because nobody will help you other than you better than you perfect thanks very much emily for joining me today i've really appreciated it i'm sure the listeners have enjoyed hearing all the options that they've got thank you and what i can add i get more and more information about the project like I just outlined today, you know, the information from two weeks ago. And probably when you would hear this uh, uh, interview, uh, I would have already more information about this particular project and maybe some others because I'm really in a search of places where we can build our communities, being retirees, uh, communities which uh, actually assisted living communities. It's all important for our well-being. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.